Hello and welcome to T-Money Talks. In this week's episode, T-Money is just going to rant about anything and everything. So sit back, relax, and get ready for one wild ride. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of T-Money Talks. Before I get started, and before I forget, I would just like to say we have an audience in the house again tonight. I was going to say something else, but I don't know what was I was thinking. Anyways, but anyways, yeah, so if you hear noise in the background, that's why. Because I... <laughs> Know where I'm going with that. I'm I got, got I got really stressed out at my computer right before I recorded this because I was gonna do piano playing podcast because I wanted to because I wasn't really sure what to talk about. But then I spent the time to set it all up. It was a nice time. I set it all up. It looked good. Everything was in the clear. And then I started recording. And then suddenly I sounded like a robot. And it sa- and seemed like either my computer was broken or like my microphone. Oh, I hit the microphone. Or my microphone or my cable was broken. And it was not a good time. And I got really stressed out and really really angry at the same time but I had to contain myself and it was hard and I got really stressed out and now here we are here we are with a podcast episode with no topic with no order with no structure because because my because the setup messed me up and now I don't know what to talk about and yeah but anyways anyways I'm gonna take that as that I was not meant to play the piano tonight which sucks, but that's okay. Perhaps for another time. Perhaps another time I'll play the piano. Maybe I'll get called again. Who's to say? Who's to say? But anyway, but anyway, I'm, I don't know. I'm really just going to kind of talk about whatever I remember to talk about. And and then, yeah, we're just going to go from there. So I'm going to start with the most freshest thing in my mind. Which is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, I got like, I don't even remember when I purchased Animal Crossing. It was probably like a month ago. I feel like, right, a month or two months? Two months? Yeah, I think about two months I've had Animal Crossing and it's just controlled my life for the past two months and I've been behind on everything because all I did for the past two months was the Animal Crossing grind and now I have reached the point where the Animal Crossing update has come and I love everything about the update and all the new things that are there and now I'm like damn everything that they have to offer me now it makes me want to restart my island because if I'm being honest I had no image for my island like like whatsoever from from the second I picked out my island all I was thinking about was making a little island within my island so that's how I was basing my maps on so I wasn't ever really truly looking at like the whole island itself. I was just looking at like, oh yeah, that seems like a place where I could build like a little island. Not knowing what the actual island looked like. <laughs> Having no knowledge about whether there would be like hills or like cliffs or like rivers and stuff. I was just like, yeah, that seems like a big enough space. Let's buy that. Let's get that one. And then that's and that's exactly how I picked my island. And then I got into my island and I was like, I can't even explore my island. I couldn't even 
find where I would want to put my home for my island. So I just went in Animal Crossing blind and I think that was probably my biggest mistake. And and I now regret going into Animal Crossing blind and I have learned my lesson. And I would like to say to anyone out there who is impressed with the Animal Crossing update and you're eager to buy it now because you want all the cool, the new updates, I would suggest... I would suggest watching some videos or something to know like what what you're getting into or or maybe you want to go in blind too and you could reset the game like I'm going to do. But all I want to say is Animal Crossing starts out fun. It starts off like with like a really great time. You're like, oh my god, this island, it's great. It's empty. There's so much I could do. The imagination, the creativity, it's all there. But then like as you continue on with the game, you learn that it gets a little bit more stressful because now you got to plan things and then the, and now you got to like get, buy upgrade your home and like purchase things for your island for for the guy to come and play on your island and it's just a lot of work and a lot of time and it costs so much bells to do so many different things and then you got to really think about where you're going to place your like homes of your villagers of like the shops of like every little thing you gotta precisely think about where you're placing everything at least those ones because if you make one tiny mistake if you make one little little mistake and you're like oh man I want to put it just a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right or a little bit more forward or somewhere completely different you gotta pay so many bells to move that thing and it's not it's not worth it it's not worth it you're better off just planning your island from the start having your idea and just building it from there i feel like the people i feel like you i i'm not creative enough for animal crossing minecraft i could play minecraft for four hours four to six hours straight <laughs> and have no problem being creative but animal crossing i feel like it has limits and that's why it's hard i feel like it's still a good time though. It's a still a good game. I'm going to reset my game though. Um, because I I did, like I said, I chose my island in a, in a not good way. In a not, in not the best way I could have chosen my island. So I'm going to reset it. Choose a good island. Really thoroughly look at this piece of land I'm about to live on. <laughs> and then... Think about how I want it to be and all that stuff. You know, I'm going to thoroughly think about Animal Crossing because if I'm being honest, I want to have a five-star island at least just once. At least for like a one time, I want to have a five-star island because I think it would be cool. I think it would be fun. And then I think once I achieve a five-star island, then I would be completely done with the game. Like, yeah, I would still play it, but like I wouldn't have to, well, I wouldn't be like bothered if I like didn't play it for like a month or like three months it wouldn't bother me you know like I'd be like oh that's cool it's fine I had a five-star island once <laughs> you know and then I go back and it's like a one-star island it's cool I'll bring it back up no no worries <laughs> but but it's fine you know anyway so I'm gonna restart the game that's the plan but before restarting the game before restarting the game I'm going to sell all my stuff and rack up some bells and send my bells to someone to hold them for me and then yeah so then when I can finally visit their island I'm gonna rack up them bells and I'm just gonna be balling in bells for no reason 
on my island and it's going to be the best thing ever and then Animal Crossing is going to be fun because I feel like Animal Crossing is honestly really only fun if you have a lot of bells. If you have a lot of bells then you could thrive in that game but if you have to work hard every day to earn like the maximum amount of bells you need to like do what your daily tasks or buy whatever things you want you have to work and play Animal Crossing for so long that I feel like it doesn't it doesn't get fun anymore it feels like work and that's where you lose the fun in it but I feel like if you restart it and you just have a bunch of bells it'll make it a little bit easier because you could buy all the cool things you have you know you don't have to grind every day to get a bunch of money you know you could just have it and then it would be fun but Anyways, that's just my opinion, I should say. That's just how I feel about Animal Crossing. I did enjoy it at first, and now it's kind of making me angry. So now it's time to restart the game and see if I could find that Animal Crossing love again. You know, a good time with Animal Crossing. I feel like Isabel doesn't really give me the light, the light or like the energy I need when I see her on my screen anymore. I'm like, when I first got Isabel on my island, it was the greatest thing ever. Ever. I loved seeing Isabel every day. I will. I loved. Oh shook the mic. I loved going into the, the resident service building and talking to Isabel. But now it's just kind of like, I, Isabel, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You, I don't know what, you know? So I just lost the thrill of it. So I'm just going to reset it. I'm kind of sad because I spent so much time on it. But, but it is okay. It is okay because this update is what makes resetting the game completely worth it. And anyways, that's me done talking about my Animal Crossing rant. Um, now I'm going to talk a about... I went to Joshua Tree again this weekend with my friend and their family. It was... It was... A very interesting time. I feel like let's start there. It was a very interesting trip. But I did very much enjoy myself. I feel like 10 out of 10, a weekend getaway check mark. <laughs> a weekend getaway nonetheless. Because I did stay off my phone. I wasn't on social media like that. And it was just, I, it, it was just nice being somewhere that wasn't my room. Because yes, there were there were times where I was like, damn, I really could have just been in my room right now, like chilling comfortably, you know? But, but then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I could have been in my room, but would I have been chilling comfortably? No, I would have been chilling lonely because I don't ever do anything. So then, you know, so like I would have missed my opportunity to do something. So I would have just ended up at my house in my room doing the same thing I do every day, which is make TikToks, do some music maybe, and watch TV. And that's, that's cool every once in a while, but like I've been doing that every day. Or, and then I would have gone to work, but I don't want to go to work. So, you know, even though, even though I had those thoughts, I knew I was, I was just... I knew those thoughts weren't valid because I was like, no, it's better. It, I w it was a better time spent in Joshua Tree being somewhere else that wasn't my room than had I had spent the weekend at my house. But anyways, now that that is said, let me tell you, let me tell you folks something. Let me tell you something really cool, very important that happened 
on the trip, well, on not on the trip, on the way to the trip, I should say, on the way to the trip. One of the cool thing, oh, one of the cool things that happened on the way to Joshua Tree was I drove us. I, ladies and gentlemen, T-Money, sat behind the driver's seat for like two hours and I drove on the freeway, on the highway, on the streets, on the byways, on- No, I'm just kidding. There was no byways. I don't even know what that means. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I drove. I drove to Joshua Tree on the freeway because- I mean, I gotta start learning. I gotta start driving again for work and stuff. But it was just really fun. It was really fun to be on the freeway again. Because for whatever reason... Well, no. no I, I should stop saying for whatever reason. I know what reason. But I feel more safer driving on the freeway than I do the streets. So it was like, I've been terrified this entire time of driving on the freeway. Because I, I've been thinking like I'm going to have a heart attack. Or I'm just going to have a panic attack. And then it's just not going to be a great time. And then I'm just never going to drive again. I was wrong. I was wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I got on that freeway. Well, the first time I drove on the freeway. Because let's let let's 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 pause and reverse let's side story before we finish this so we're gonna curve we're gonna swerve into this other lane and i'm gonna tell you about the first time i got on the freeway before driving to joshua tree my friend and i um we were coming back from target and i was like hey can I drive back home to my house? Because I kind of want to drive on the freeway, question mark. Only because in my head I knew to get to on the freeway, it, it was just, I wasn't going to have to change lanes. I wasn't going to really have to merge a whole lot. It was really just driving straight for like maybe two minutes on the freeway. And I felt like that was going to be in exactly enough time for me to get a feel of the freeway. You know, I don't have to, because I feel like had I tried to drive in on the freeway any other time, the exits are too far apart from each other where I would have had to been on the freeway longer than the car ride home from Target, I feel like, you know, possibly I could be wrong depending on where I went or was on the freeway and which freeway I was on. Anyways, anyways, yeah. So anyways, since it was a straight shot to, from home, from Target to home, I was like, yeah, I want to try the freeway because it's not going to be hard. And if I do get stressed out, I'm going to get off right away. And so they let me drive their car. I got on the freeway and I just felt so good. It felt so, it felt so normal driving when I was on the freeway. Yes, I remember when we, when I first like started like doing the turn onto the freeway, I was getting very nervous because I was like, oh boy, I'm going to have to drive fast again. And we know me, driving fast feels a little scary sometimes. So as I'm making this turn to merge onto the freeway, so as I'm making this turn on to merge onto the freeway, I'm like trying to like find, remember how to like take this turn to like start speeding up because I'm going to be merging onto a freeway with fast speeding cars but also like not going too fast where this curve on this curve on this turn turned curve I guess you would say where it feels like the car's gonna tip you know so I was trying to find remember how to do that again because I haven't taken driven on that freeway entrance in such a long time but anyways once I got past that and we were on the straight drive home home and I merged into the next lane it felt it felt normal it felt exactly like as if I hadn't driven like as, as if I was always driving and it felt really good because it made me it made me feel good because it made me 
realize that I just keep, I, I have to stop second guessing myself or like, I have to stop, what's the word? Well, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like, I have to stop doubting myself. That's the word I was looking for. I have to stop doubting myself and my abilities. Because every time I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could drive on the freeway. Boom, I got on the freeway. I should have been driving on the freeways this entire time because I feel safer on the freeways than I do on the streets. And the same thing goes with my foot. Anyways, I just have to stop doubting my skills because apparently I'm amazing and I could just do everything like normal. <laughs> Anyways, now now that I told you about the first time I drove on the freeway since my accident, let's swerve back into the driving to Joshua Tree story because if you remember, if you remember, that's what we're that's what we're really telling here. That's the story that's really being told here. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So after that time and realizing that like I had a really good time on the freeway driving home from Target, I was like, I would like to drive us to Joshua Tree because it would be in the daytime and the sun would be nice and shiny and it would be a good time because the sun is out and I wouldn't be scared and the freeway makes me feel safe. And so now let's talk about me driving on that freeway. Although I felt very safe and more comfortable on the freeway than I did the streets because we started dry we left my house around like 12:30ish yeah, around 12.30ish. So so it's like kind of the afternoon where it's like not too much. Pe you would think not too much people would be on the freeway, right? You would think. But however though, however, it was a Friday. So I had to take that into consideration. But I just felt like it would still be a nice. It, it would be like a little chaotic, but not too crazy. And that's, it's, that's exactly what it was. However, there was one point on the freeway. It was in Redlands where there was like walls on the freeway or like the the like dividers were just a little bit taller than they needed to be and they were making you feel trapped and claustrophobic and for a second there for a second there I thought I was gonna have to like take the next exit and because I thought I was gonna have a panic attack like I thought I was gonna like start freaking out on the freeway because of like all the car because I was also in the middle lane so not only are the dividers like tall and like making me feel like there's walls now there's also like cars like you know next to me and then I'm on top of that I'm also in a kind of small car <laughs> and so like <laughs> there's all these things like just <laughs> coming into my brain and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm driving on the freeway and it's been like this long and you know, and then it's like, and it's like, it was a good time and now suddenly everything's turning into a nightmare and now I don't know what to do. But the reason why, but, 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 but I pushed myself through it because I was like, no, if I pull over and I get out of this car and I let myself have this panic attack, I'm never going to drive on the freeway again. So... As and but 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 because it was there was traffic, because there was traffic, it was easier for me because there was times of like going a little bit fast and then times of where we're like stopping and going that and it was during the times of like slowing down of like stopping and going that it allowed myself to have like the time to like 
talk to myself and like I ended up coming up with well not coming up with like I ended up just finding like something to like help calm me every time like I would start to feel like I was gonna have a panic attack and so I just kind of like kept repeating those same words to myself while I was there because I really wanted to like I didn't want to not not make it to Joshua Tree my goal my goal was to make it to our destination and our destination was Joshua Tree. And if I didn't make it there, I would have been very disappointed in myself. But I still would have been proud because I would have made it a lot. I'll, I'll kind of, I would have made it a ways, you know, I would have driven on the freeway and that's what counts. But like, I would have been, I would have been a little sad that I didn't make it fully there because, you know, it would have sucked. <laughs> anyways, but anyways, but I did, I made it. But what really helped was me telling myself I can't remember what movie or TV show it was or maybe it was my uncle one time when he taught me how to drive. But someone, I'm I'm more than positive it was a movie. I'm more than positive of, 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 if, blah, blah, blah. I'm more than positive it was a movie. If you recognize it, I don't know, let me know. But I was like in my head every time I would start to get like nervous, I would be like something about like, if I stay calm, then everyone else stays calm. And I, and I, I don't know where that's from. I know it's from somewhere, but it was, it was some, I also kept thinking about a ship. So I'm like, so like, it, I don't know, like I kept seeing, I kept like seeing like a ship or like wherever this comes from, like in reference to like driving a boat or something where it's like, if you're calm, everyone else on the ship will remain calm. You know, or some something more, something like that. Some I don't know where it's from, where I've heard it, but whatever it was, whoever said it, wherever I heard it from, it helps me a lot because it made me think. Because I was like, well, if I start to get nervous and like anxious, then you're gonna start to get nervous and anxious because you're gonna probably feel how I feel. And then I'm like, no. So then I would keep telling myself, I was like, if you stay calm, everyone else will stay calm. You know, and so I had to keep just telling myself that anytime I would start to get like nervous or like I was going to freak out because I wanted to make it to Joshua Tree. And I did. It was, I feel like the freeway, on the freeway, driving in Redlands, that little section, that was the hardest part, I think, of the whole time was between that and just like the traffic. Because I, I didn't like the constant speeding and then you got to start slowing down because there's traffic. Because that, that freaks me out, you know, because there's too many cars. And especially on those freeways, like before you get to Joshua Tree, like when you're still in like the, the Inland Empire, there's like five free, there's like five lanes on the freeway, you know. So it's just like a bunch of cars, you know, and, and it's like we're all going fast and then suddenly like we're all slowing down because the cars in front of us have already almost stopped. And that's the part that freaks me out that's the part that gets me because I feel like I don't know I just feel like one day it's not not one day I just for whatever reason my brain just imagines like everyone just crashing into each other for no reason for no reason whatsoever just every every car like everywhere all because we're all speeding so fast and like those cars are so ahead and they're there we all just like collide I don't know why and that's and that's why I didn't like the traffic because it was stressing me out and then so but that and they and so there was traffic before the walls and then traffic during like the walls too on the freeway in Redlands and so it was like it the, the like the panic kind of started from the chaos of the traffic 
of the constant driving and the slowing down and then just kind of escalated on when the dividers started to look like walls and like there was traffic and like speeding and slowing down that started getting to me. But nonetheless, eventually we got off the freeway and then we got onto the highway and some byways. No, I'm just kidding. But we did get onto a highway and I, f- I didn't feel as safe on the highway as I did on the freeway and I don't know why because the first time when I drove in Joshua Tree earlier this summer I really much I very much enjoyed the highway because I liked that it was just two lanes going one way two lanes going the other way but for whatever reason maybe no actually no it was probably from the nerves of what happened on the freeway that got to me that made the highway a little bit more stressful for me while I was driving you know because my nerves were still kind of like there and then the streets are already kind of like make me a little bit nervous because you know they're the streets so I think that's why because like the nerves the almost panic attack I had on the freeway kind of like feelings were coming back in while we were on the highway because there was still because there was sometimes there were street lights you know So, like, even though the speed limit was, like, 60, 65, there was still, like, street lights occasionally, you know? So, it's, like, it still felt like a street, and I think that's why the highways weren't really my friend. But eventually, it got comfortable, and then I was, like, okay, this is a nice time. And then I was able to, like, drive with one hand again, like I do. And it was a good time. And I was, I felt a lot comfortable. I felt very comfortable driving at 70 miles per hour than I do at 60 miles per hour. Why? I don't know. Somehow just those 10 miles per hour indifference, just 60 makes me feel like it's not going, it's going slow, but it's also, it's not, it's not going fast enough, but it's not going too slow. And I think it's just an uncomfortable feeling the speed that I'm that 60 is I guess because like 65 70 it feels like the car is like just going you know it's just like grooving but 60 it feels like it's kind of like shakling not not like you're not like that your car shakes or anything I'm just saying like in my head in my mind you know like the feeling of everything like it feels like for, for red, seven, 65 70 feels smooth 60 just in my mind it's just not fat quite fast enough but not quite slow enough if that makes sense at all anyways but yeah so the highways weren't quite my friend but eventually eventually i got comfortable in them and it was like as soon as i got comfortable on the highways bam we entered the city of joshua tree and then it's like now we're on the actual streets and then it's like great now there's actually cars now i have to actually you know it's like now there's a lot of more things going on than there was on the freeway than there was on the highway now i'm on the streets now i'm driving the streets with other people in the car i got you know i got i had so many things to think about and it started to like again i started to like freak i was feeling myself like i was gonna freak out again but i just kept telling myself if i'm calm everyone else is calm you know and so that's exactly what i did and i made it through I feel like, no, we just went straight to the Airbnb, right? Yeah, we didn't have any stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I made it. It was good. It was, I'm glad we also didn't make any stops because I think had we made any stops, I don't know. I don't think I would have been able to continue to the Airbnb. I think I would have just been done. I would have been like, okay, that's enough for me today because 
I thought, because usually whenever I drive, I usually feel very drained and very like stressed out afterwards and feel like the need to just decompress when I drive. So I thought like because I was going to be driving for two hours to Joshua Tree that I was going to be really like drained from the drive and really stressed out and like just re- really needing to have like a lot of time to like just recuperate like regroup find myself again you know and so what was I saying oh yeah yeah (laughs) see I forget you see how quickly I forget things did did you see did you wait you witnessed that right I was fully in, in in a conversation and it was just gone do you remember what I said okay no no it's okay it's okay I just can't believe that and I'm glad, I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad. Anyways, okay, yeah, oh yeah. And oh yes, I remember. Anyways, so we got to the Airbnb and then we like had to stop because there was a gate to get into the house. And then as where I'm like sitting there like in the car, I was I was waiting to feel like all the emotions. I was waiting to feel drained. I was ready to like scream or do something wild, you know. But then I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good right now. I felt pretty darn great after making it to Joshua Tree, after making it to the Airbnb. Like, even though I had a lot of stressful times, although, like, it kind of stressed me out a little bit here and there, I felt really good when I made it to the destination. Like, I didn't feel a need to decompress or need to scream or need to feel like all these emotions it was just like no yeah I drive I I did that for like nine years before anything happened to me you know could have made it 10 could have made it 10 but I was a week away whatever it's fine anyways (laughs) anyways but yeah so I drove to Joshua Tree and it was really cool we made it to our destination that was on Friday then um what okay yeah now i could talk about what we did not a whole lot to talk about but that's okay that's okay because i'm looking at the time that we got and we're almost out of time here folks and that's perfectly fine so yes so we get there that we have we have trouble opening the gate because the code we were given to open the gate wasn't the correct code right yeah no so we got the wrong code so we couldn't even get in and then somehow we've got the gate to open so we get to the airbnb and then i pull up i park and then we get out stretch our legs try to open the door you know because we have we have the codes and stuff so get the key and open it up because we all have to use the restroom we want to put our stuff away but then here comes the fun part we can't find the lockbox that holds the key then when we finally find the lockbox that holds the key, that code doesn't work either. <laughs> so then we're stuck waiting for the other people who are joining us to get to the Airbnb to figure out what's going on, only to find out that none of us could get the key to open. And we have to end up calling the host and then we got the- eventually we got we eventually we got in. Eventually we get in. Crazy times, crazy times. But because we were still waiting for more guests, we hung out in the Airbnb for a bit, you know, because it was a long drive for everyone. And then played 
some games. Then we all had some lunch together. Then we went over to Stata Brothers, got some groceries and whatnot because they wanted to make breakfast and dinner and stuff. But because we, I had steaks because we were going to have steaks for dinner the first night. A couple of other people, like two other guests wanted steaks. So then I ended up cooking up get steaks for well, for just the two of us. But anyways, I had to season another steak. Which was still fun. But anyways. So yeah. I cooked. And then after Stated Brothers. We came back. Cooked up some steaks. I must say. I feel. I felt like I could have done the steaks better. I felt like I could have done better. Because I wasn't really truly in the zone of the cooking. But it's okay. They were still really good. They were still good steaks. They were much better than the first time I cooked them in Joshua Tree. And I am proud of that. I do feel like I gave you a better steak. Than the first time in Joshua Tree. Because it was a lot more like, I feel like, not as, mm, s I don't want to say soggy, but it was not as tend, like, I don't know. I don't know. It was good on the first day, not the second day, you know? Yours, right? It was good. I liked it better the Yeah, no, the first time you had the steaks, you did. You liked it better the second day. But I feel like this time I cooked it where, like, you know, like... I don't know. I feel like it would have it would have been like just as good, you know, the next day. You know, it wouldn't have been. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, I made steaks, and that was that. And then that was that. Day. Oh, and then we saw the stars. We went out. We went out to the jot to the park. We saw some stars. Not for too long. Not for too long. We always oh, we saw four shooting stars. We saw four shooting stars. And then the next day on Saturday, we went, um, well, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday was a bit of a bit of a time. We, 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 we didn't do too much. We went out to a museum. Noah's there. It's a big no Noah's art museum in his backyard in Noah's backyard we went out there again then we went to Jack in the Box and had some not too good sandwiches had to get some refunds then after that I feel like what did we go after the museum did we just go straight to the store I think we just went to a grocery store I think we went to Stater Brothers again got yeah. some snacks yeah. some sodas some other stuff and then we just went back to the Airbnb <laughs> And then we kind of just hung out again. And then dinner time came around. And then we all had dinner. And then, yeah. And then, the, oh yeah. And then today we left. We came back from Joshua Tree today. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> and on their way home, on the way home from Joshua Tree, because I didn't want to wake up as early as everyone else did. Because I was like, I can't wake up that early. So we didn't have breakfast because we kind of we took it easy getting ready to leave and stuff. So everyone kind of had breakfast. So we, we, we wanted to get some breakfast. And so we were going to first go to a, a diner in Joshua Tree. Because it looked really cool. It looked like a 50 style diner. It looked like an old school diner. Like some like some old people owned it. Like it was just going to be. It was going to be a really good time. So we were like let's have breakfast there. We drive to this diner. You would not believe. That it is a hipster coffee shop. 
It, 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 you get bamboozled, you're bamboozled, because the front of the, it's called Route 62? I think so, yeah, Route 62 Diner. Oh, Diner 62, yeah, it's called Diner 62. And the front of it makes you believe that it's gonna be this really cool 50s diner. And then you drive into the parking lot, and then suddenly it's just black walls. And you're like, um, what is going on, right? And then you're trying to find the door to where, like, the part of it you see on the street is. And then you realize, oh, this is not the entrance. This is not a restaurant. The entrance is where the black walls are. And you enter into the black wall building. And it's a hipster coffee shop. It's not a diner. It's a coffee shop with a prop diner on the front of the building. And I was just so upset because I felt like I was going to get ready for some really good breakfast. And I was just filled with disappointment. And then there was this very rude lady but we're not going to talk about her. We're not going to talk about her. So anyways, so we left. So we left because we were bamboozled and the prices, they just weren't right. And we didn't want to get breakfast and they weren't serving breakfast at the time we went there. So sadly, we had to go somewhere else. But the place we we found, Larry and and some other guys, Western Diner, 10 out of 10, 100 out of 10, I recommend you go there. Best breakfast I've had in all of Joshua Tree. All of Joshua Tree, the Western Diner, that's the place to go. The sausages, amazing. I would order a whole plate of those sausages if they would let me. I would sell them out of those sausages. They were amazing. True, I, I would go, no, I'm going back, I would go back to Joshua Tree just for those sausages. I would go back to Joshua Tree for just for that diner. It was that good. And, but yeah, so... Although the trip, it had like its highs and its lows, it ended on a very high note when we discovered that diner. Because the breakfast I had there, the portions were just the right size. Like, I got full off of breakfast. I don't get full off of breakfast. So that's how you know this restaurant was top notch. Their breakfast, fit, like, I, I couldn't even finish my hash browns because I wanted to finish the sausages because I knew I was getting full. Like, their eggs... Amazing. And they made me egg whites unlike Andrea's. Anyways, anyways, and then and then their sausages were really good. And then the hash browns, the hash browns, the the they're they were crisp exactly how I like like them. Like the entire like it wasn't like every there wasn't patches of like crisp hash browns. It was like somehow they nailed it to where it was just the entire top of your your shoestring hash browns was just perfectly toasted and crisped and it was just a crunch in every bite and that is how I love all of my hash browns. I like a little bit of a crunch in my hash browns because I don't like my hash browns to be too soggy because the only the only complaint I had about the hash browns was that they were a little dry but I can't have butter so that that's why they were dry but other than that they were really good. 10 out of 10 western diner in Joshua Tree. I recommend. I recommend there. Great time in Joshua Tree. <laughs> and I'm slowly running out of time, which makes me feel really good because I have absolutely nothing else to talk about. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Um, yeah, that was fun. I had a great time. I hope you had a good time. I feel a lot better. I started off very angry because of what happened when um I wanted to do my piano playing podcast because it didn't happen. My microphone made me sound like a robot and it was it was just a horrible time. I was very upset, but now 
I feel a lot better. I feel really good. And now I got to help my my friend take a test. And it's going to be a good time. And they're going to do really good. And I believe in them. And they're going to get an A. And it's going to be amazing. And yeah, and that was my time at Joshua Tree. And that was my time driving. And that was my time ranting about Animal Crossing. And that was my time just ranting in general. I started off angry, but now I'm feeling really good. <laughs> Maybe a little hungry, but that's okay. That's I have leftover food, so that'll cure that. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. I know I enjoyed myself. <laughs> Anyways, until next week, guys, this is T-Money saying live your life because you are the only one who gets it. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>